Hola, galeras. This is Jaws Blake of the Painter Files podcast. As you well know, this is episode 133. Enjoy. So some of you may have seen a notification earlier today about this coming out already. But there was a auto problem that was kind of crazy. I didn't expect it to be as bad as it was. Uh, I thought the audio was a lot better than it was. And then I heard it on a different uh, network and it was just horrible. So I deleted it. So this is my second entire episode. I did this for you. Remember that. Um, Life is okay. We talked to the realtor and so now we have to start getting everything going we've got to get new carpets for the condo uh repaint it just clean it you know normal stuff it's a little stressful but it's gonna be okay i ran into my friend walter and he told me you know to look at some places around where they moved to they used to live in the building so it's coming together i mean it's a little crazy And it is not easy, but it is coming. Um, Alec just had a birthday. Happy birthday, baby. And um, so that was cool. We had like cake and we had dumplings and we had like Szechuan things and all this stuff like that for her birthday. So that was really cool and nice. We watched wrestling and with her family, which is always funny because the commentary is uh, chef's kiss. Perfect. And mostly, you know, I've just been trying to just get everything going. I had a really fun episode of Painter's Breakfast, uh, which is my IG live show with my friend Jenna. She's like my big sister, one of my best friends. It's her birthday uh, in a couple of days. So, yeah, just keeping it going, keeping it moving. projects this week a lot of art a lot a lot a lot of art (laughs) i did the podcast for the second time uh i had the painter files breakfast the painter breakfast uh show i had a painter files video on youtube that came out i'm working on a coloring book i'm working on my book art book book i've just been running around trying to get everything really going It's been a little insane, honestly, if I'm going to be completely honest. I think most of the time I'm trying to balance my plans with my actual things that I'm doing. And it can be kind of difficult, honestly, to just to see the progression and not feel like I'm not doing enough, which is typically like the big issue that I run across. I just want to really make a lot of work but good work. And I'm I'm a professional in a bit of a I won't say I'm a perfectionist because I'm I'm very forgiving of my of mistakes that I make. Um because I, I I think like when you're a master of your craft, you're allowed to make mistakes because you know how to fix them. It's kind of the difference where like a mistake is A master painter in my theory is you make mistakes, but you correct them. You understand the idea of something dries and then you fix it. 
or it needs another layer or you need to be more free-flowing and like less stiff and crazy with your with your choices on what you do with all your art stuff and so it's important to me that I I allow myself to do these things and so I've been just trying to get around that I'm really excited about the coloring book I think like there's a lot of really cool art stuff that I've been planning on working on and I'm starting to kind of get into the proper groove of it and so it's coming together I guess is the simplest form of it it is coming together it is easier than it was at one point in time to just kind of go like do this and then move on to the next step and from that I feel like I'm really I'm really getting there and it feels really beautiful to like kind of make these things a reality and naturally I I attribute it to some of the outer forces in which that go on in my life so from that there is the things I use to meditate the things I use to make art, the things I use to focus, the things I use just in general. Like, it's so vast in its uh, prep. And I think in the prep aspect of it, then it feels effortless. When you have everything already put put to the side, you don't have to worry so much about how did I do this? How will I finish this? How will this go? How are all these places and things the way they are? And are they enough? Because I feel like they are. But it took a long time to learn to be that way. It wasn't this very easy thing that just kind of came about and acted as if I was... I got this the first try. Because I didn't. I really didn't. Oh, side note. um, Please remember to drink water. It's really good for you. You're, you'll make good decisions when you're hydrated. It's kind of how that works. I think a lot of the anger and frustration that people feel a lot of times is they're very dehydrated and thus irritable. And so it's important. It really is. So please do that. Um, back to what I was saying. I feel like most of the art things that I've worked on come from the understanding of mistakes that I've made. The connectivity that we feel to all the things around us make it easier to then make... uh, What's the word? To make educated mistakes. So, yeah. It's kind of my big thing now. I'm working on that. Uh, one of the things that I use right now that I've been using for years is from a friend of mine, Netararu, who has a company called Artisan Wellness Project. So Google that. I'm going to put the link in the description. He makes incense, bombs, all types of stuff. They're very high quality, very natural. They're very... You, you take You use them and you feel... You feel more yourself than you've ever felt. More connected than those things. And I think a lot of that is part of the preparation aspect. Like, 
do these nice things for yourself. So that way, when you begin to make things, you feel more at peace to be able to do them. So, yeah. I think it makes sense. So, my goodness. Um, Let's talk about Patreon for a second. Uh, I'm still looking for more people to join my Patreon. (laughs) I found like, I I sound like I'm, I'm like trying to get like a pyramid scheme going. You could have a patron and then you get people and then they get people and then you're a captain. No. Um, so those who don't know what Patreon is, Patreon is basically a way for you to support artists of lots of different genres, um, by agreeing to, you know, give them money per month. Uh, with uh, perks included. So for me, for my for my $5 people, they get like sketchbook stuff and like a podcast that's specifically just for Patreon. Um, and then my $10 people get pen pal stuff. So we do stuff like that. And my $25 people get, uh, they get videos and all types of stuff like that that are specific in correlation as well as like Q&A and all these things. And, you know, as you go through the things, they all get each other's tears. So I would love to see you join my Patreon. I think it's really cool and it's fun. And we do a lot of really kind of fun, interesting little back and forth stuff. Sometimes we even, I even ask questions and just to get kind of like ideas for stuff that's going on. And there's always like projects and like, little gifts and stuff like that so uh if you can please join the description will be in the sorry the link will be in the description so i will see you then hopefully bye i remember back way 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 back in the day where I was in art school. So yes, this is an art school story. Um, And I was trying to figure out, like, how to become a better artist. And it was very, very difficult because, like, you come into art school with, like, a certain set of skills and you figure you're going to just be better at those, but then you realize you need completely different skills that are more powerful and just necessary like the ability to bend time now um i don't know like your line work needs to be better or your color your color theory needs to be better all these things or in my case i was really great with anatomy but i still had a lot to go i still had a lot to learn so i started picking up all these like dynamic anatomy books and going to figure drawing classes and just sitting in on all these gigantic kind of figure study stuff and like all these things. And there's this kid who said, you know, the second years had studio classes and the studio classes, you pick a body part and you make like seven or eight really in-depth art pieces for uh, anatomy. So it's one of those definite issues where, you know, you have to really study these things really learn how they work you can't just 
kind of chill and expect to get good. You have to really work at it and practice, which is kind of difficult. I'm not going to lie. Like you, you don't imagine in your life that you are going to have to like study all these like super in-depth ways to draw a hand or toes or a back or knees and you had to pick like one part of the body and so I gave myself kind of a secondary study to work on because it wasn't enough for me to be good at what I was already good at I wanted to be the best and so I started working on hands and fingers and then halfway through that I started feeling very proficient in those because I could do really complicated hand things from perspectives. And how they typically have you work on perspective is you have, they bring in a model and then you move them around. They, They have them do poses and then you get moved around the room in order to get everything kind of going and picking up different perspectives from different angles and such. And I remember just being like, very set in my ways at the time where I was like, I'm not going to move. I want them to move in these crazy angles so I can learn perspective, like foreshortening and all that stuff. And in a lot of ways it helped me, but in other ways, like I needed to do both. And I think that was kind of the perplexing part that I couldn't really wrap my brain around that I needed to do both. And there were no shortcuts to these things. Like, it was going to take me a million hours. And it was going to take me all types of practice and, like, talking to other artists and learning perspectives. And, like, people. some people learned how to do stuff drawing balls and tubes and then fleshing them out. And other people learned how to do them drawing more gesture drawings and then filling those out. Some people simply just stood there and they drew every little line. But the problem was there, you have a time limit in which you have to do these things in classes because they're paying these models by the hour. So you can't just work and have, and there's still people, you know, there's still people. So like you could easily accidentally overwork a model to the point where like they fell asleep or they passed out or anything of that nature. And that wasn't the pers- that wasn't what we were working on. We weren't trying to break people. So it was hard, you know. It was very hard to understand at first that there was so much going into everything. That it was more than just you trying to become a better artist. It was also a bunch of you were all working together because no one was paying just an uh, model to just be the one model for one person. It was a classroom of people. So I had to kind of learn how to be fast, but also how to be proficient. And there's an old saying that says you can have fast and you can have fast and uh, cheap, but you can't have quality and be fast and cheap. You can have one of these, you can have two of the three things. I messed that up. Um, you can have cheap, fast, or quality. Now, you can have two of those things, but you can never really have three of those things. Uh, not to say there aren't other options, but it's true in a lot of ways. Like, I think people have this idea that if they can envision it, then it must be a thing. 
And so it's kind of hard sometimes. You you want to be better at what you do. And there are no real shortcuts, like I said. There's like this plan to be the best constantly, to be the best in the world. And it's such like a, a rat race in a way to try and get there because nothing is ever really that simple. Excuse me. <coughs> you have to figure out a way to just learn to love what you do. I feel like with a master of a craft, the plan is to become comfortable with your mistakes and comfortable with your with your achievements. I think it can be just as hard to be really good at something as it can be to be somebody who messes up all the time. Because you have to be willing to like accept that you did something good and accept that you did something bad and accept that you know you don't know what to do or that you plan to know what to do soon or trying to take what's envisioned inside of your brain and make it into like a real tangible thing and that's really difficult sometimes like you are not you do not come from a world where there are no an infallible world so you yourself will be fallible at some point in time and you have to learn to like love your mistakes nourish them and then grow things from them and yeah that's what I ended up doing I mean I just I drew and I drew and I drew, I drew big, I drew small, I drew with chalk, I drew with ink, I drew with pencils, I drew with colors, I drew with paints, I drew with every possible conceivable way. I took dirt, I took tea bags, I made coffee ink, I did all types of things. And like your journey will be something of, of an exploratory aspect looking inside yourself. And the truth is, like, it's all connected. From the skill points to the points that are imperfect, you will find yourself by the waters and you will choose to drink from those. And you will be nourished by them. Or you're going to be really stubborn and you're not going to drink and you're just going to be thirsty all the time. Speaking of which, drink some water. Because it's, it's just important to, like, learn to love what you do. Because it can love you back. But you have to be willing to let that happen. So, guys, this is time of the week where we do our meditation. I think I've been trying to figure out, like, the best ways to do these and it's helped in a lot of ways that you guys have been just so supportive and so happy about them so I got the fuzzy mic and we're gonna do a meditation something simple nothing complicated so we're gonna take a deep breath in and let a deep breath out and a deep breath in And a deep breath out. I want you to visualize all the things 
that are just driving you up a wall right now. I want you to see it in front of you. I want you to break it in half and hold it in one hand and hold it in the other. And just work on your breathing. You feel that weight? I want you to turn your hands so your palms are face down and just drop it on the floor. It's no longer a part of you. Now, now with all this levity you have, I want you to slowly bring your arms up above your head and stretch real high with your fingertips. Stretch from your shoulder to your elbow, to your wrist, to your fingers, to from your knuckles, to your sub-knuckles, to the ends of your fingers. And just let it all out. Make sure you do both sides. All the way up to your shoulder, from your elbow, to your wrist, to your knuckles, to your sub-knuckles. To your fingertips and just just feel that stretch feel it real good straighten your back as you bring your hands down push your chest forward just lean your head back back in a normal seated position. Just work on your breathing. Just let that air travel all the way through your nostrils and your lungs down to your stomach and then just let it all back out again. And with the good the the older good (laughs) I think I think a lot of times we we try to carry so much weight with us we hold on to all these things because we think it keeps us balanced when in actuality it's more kind of a counterweight keeping us from floating upwards towards less stress and happiness And all these things. Like, don't get me wrong. I understand that, like, sometimes you need to hold on to those things to remind yourself to be motivated. Because, like, total relaxation, oftentimes, in my case, can become kind of one of those things where it's like, I'm laying here, I'm not going to... And I have no intention of getting back up. It's the only thing that happens when I do the the breathing exercises. Sometimes I get the hiccups. Um, Yeah. But that's okay, you know? It's good to have these things sometimes, but it's good to acknowledge that you don't need them to get through the day. Not every day. So, I hope you're well, Galeras, and we'll do this next week. And that's it. That's all for the whole week. I hope you have a wonderful weekend coming up. I hope you had a great weekend in passing. I hope... You work on all the projects you want to, and you feel fulfilled, 
and you're just, you know, you're happy. It's important to me. All right. So if you'd like to support the podcast, please, by all means, uh, like, subscribe, leave a comment. Five-star review would be great. Anywhere you listen to the podcast. And share it with people. Please share it with people. Uh, I do all the things that I do, and they manage to reach more people because people share things. So that would be amazing. You can also watch lots of art videos on Painter Files on YouTube. You can find me on Instagram, on Jaws underscore Blake. And you can find me on Patreon under Joara Blake. So I hope you're well. If you have any things you'd like to write me or say to me in any way, shape, or form, please uh, hit me up on painterfilespodcast at gmail.com. And I will see you next week. I hope you're well. Painter out. Ciao.